Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM. We all know being a parent is not easy. So the mind kind of boggles why we insist on making it harder on ourselves by watching other parents, oftentimes mothers on social media, who seem to be doing it better than us. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know, we just, they just find it easier than us and they all have a sparkling clean kitchen. You know those people that you follow that you should really mute? I recently came across an article online suggesting we need to try and avoid the perfect mother trap but it's a lot easier said than done and without throwing our phones in the bin what can we actually do how do we alleviate that pressure that constant pressure right Graham's nodding he's like yes I hear you because he works with a load of mothers and he listens to us moan about it all the time I'm joined in studio now by author and psychologist uh, Alison Keating, how are you? Good, how are you? Thanks for popping in. I've said that six times. (laughs) It's lovely to have you in the studio. Now, we all know today's expectations for parents and specifically mothers are often, they're unrealistic, unsustainable. But is there a way to avoid that kind of pressure without throwing our phones in the bin? Look, I don't think we can avoid anything really, but I think just becoming aware of it. Um, and like perfectionism, I think, is one of the only anxieties that we actually encourage yeah. in society, specifically with women, these kind of relentless standards. Now, look, you know, it's great to do things really well. And there's a really big difference between like the kind of pursuit of excellence, wanting to do really well at something. And that's a great thing. But when it's unhealthy and really unhelpful for you and it's perfectionism, it's so destructive, not just to your kind of physical health because you're exhausted. There's so much, you know, you can just be utterly exhausted trying to keep up with what seems like impossible. I think it's impossible, you know. So I think as a society, we are putting this huge pressure on ourselves and we're comparing ourselves with the uncomparable. Like I would often put up on my Insta, like I would have the nice pretty picture and then I would show the toys thrown everywhere in the other corner because that's real life. Yeah. You know, and I don't I, want to see those pictures. I don't want to see the toys all over the place. I want to see the pretty ones. <laughs> but isn't it nice to see the two to think, oh yeah. God, okay, they're normal. They're they're, they're washings hanging. The washings hanging in the kitchen, and you know the stuff is all over the place. Um, I, I just had an argument with Lottie. I was like, how do you keep your baby in white and cream and beige? He's you know not even two, and I was like, how do you how do you do that? I could never do that. <laughs> I could never do that. He's a that. very clean child, apparently, uh, you know, but we were having the, and then it was funny because she was asking me, and I think this is, we talked about this off air for a second. <clears throat> when other parents ask you for advice or they want to back themselves up, like, when should I start potty training or what age and when do you do that? I need to stop myself from answering like I'm the guru of parenting and say, you will know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We rarely say that as parents, don't we? We rarely go, you'll know when the time is right. Every child is different. Because I found myself going, oh, well, I, you know, three is a good age. and blah, blah, blah. But then I was kind of trying to back out of it really quickly because that mightn't be right for her kid. But I think that that unsolicited advice yeah. um, puts a huge amount of pressure on us. I think you're so right. And I think when you're saying, you know, how can we avoid this? I think to challenge perfectionism, we have yeah. to actually be aware of it, first of all. Yeah. And... I think that's so lovely that you actually catch yourself. So that's how you actually start doing it. You become aware of kind of your automatic thoughts and your desire to actually help another parent. It's coming often from a good place. 
But with perfectionism, I think it's because we're striving to be perfect because we're so scared of looking not perfect in front of other people. And it just, it has such an impact. Like I see this every single day. And and I'm not saying it doesn't affect men because it does. But with mothers, and often they're doing really well in their lives. So on the outside, mm. it looks like they're doing everything great, but at a huge cost to themselves. That's so really sad. It's really sad. But... I think conversations like this will get people to go, do you know what? <clears throat> yeah, I have washing in my kitchen and everything isn't perfect all the time. And if we had more honest conversations about how difficult parenthood is. And, you know, the thing is, at every stage and age, your child is going to present different difficulties. So as soon as you get out of one, and I think sometimes it's even a rivalry. Oh, it's so much easier when they're young. And then you're told, oh, my God, wait till they're teenagers. I'm like, give me a break. <laughs> just, just, hey, be nice. Say, hey, would you like a cup of coffee? Yeah. You know, how are you actually doing? You know, and in terms of, say, the potty training, it's it's the child. Yeah. You know, they really are going to be the one who actually says, this is when I'm ready. And I think that's what we've done. We've lost our ability to connect with what we know ourselves. And every family is different. And I think we get so judgy with parents. And it's awful. Terrible. It's absolutely awful. I need to stop myself judging Lottie and her child in all these cream outfits. <laughs> I really need to stop myself doing that. But do you think as women, mothers... We're an easy target for stuff like We've this. We've always been an easy target. Um, so, as I said, I think this is bigger than just, you know, the unsolicited advice. It is kind of at a society where we have this kind of internalised idea of the perfect mother. And then there's a horrible feeling of frustration and failure that if you're not doing it as well as someone else and everyone else, sometimes they do look like they're doing it and they're, they're just so easy and breezy about it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so stressful. So... I think if people, if you're with people that make you feel normal, yeah, because it's normal to have challenges, it's normal to have a cry that, God, what am I doing here? This is such a mess. I just think those type of conversations are needed, the honesty to break down the illusion of perfection. Because if you say to me, oh, this is perfect and that's perfect, I, as a psychologist, I'm very like, oh, but I would go, hmm, because hmm. I don't believe in perfectionism. God, do we strive for it. Do you think it's gotten worse? Do you think parenting um, and that that guilt we constantly feel, has that gotten worse over the years or has it always been there? Yeah, I think it has gotten worse because we're trying to juggle the different roles in our lives and we're trying to do all of them at this kind of top level. And again, I saw something the day and it was really nice and this woman was giving her valedictorian speech and she's like, you know, if you see me doing this... I'm doing well in that, but I'm missing that. But that's actually okay because my kids are seeing me doing what I'm doing and doing it well. And that's actually having a positive. So it's not so black and white. Yeah. With perfectionism, we have to kind of knock on the head black and white thinking. It's good or it's bad. You're not a good mother or a bad mother. You know, you're going to have good days and bad days. And it's pulling yourself back from those moments and going, okay, that didn't go exactly according to plan. I think just in terms of parenthood, it's about the repair attempt. Just say you're sorry. Yeah. I'm really sorry. I messed up. Um, I was hungry. <laughs> Do you think it's important for kids to hear their parents say sorry? Yes. 100%. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We're big advocates for that. 100%. We make mistakes all the time. So we're always saying sorry. Uh, can we address the mum guilt of working outside the home considering 70% of mothers work 
outside of the home. And it's a thing that I find myself talking about uh, consistently with colleagues who have become parents or who are parents. And it's something that never leaves us. I know. And we, we're, we're very aware of it and we love what we do. But that that thing of that mum guilt or I'm at work, that that guilt help help us Alison <laughs> but, but isn't it interesting because like we don't say the dad guilt no they don't have it we discussed no. this a couple of weeks ago with Dunico with Alan they're very good at compartmentalising yes is that, is that the reason definitely. why definitely <clears throat> whereas I think we are more programmed to kind of look at relationships as a whole so even though we're divided out into all our different roles we're still kind of Putting, I'm not saying fathers are not putting prayers in the child, but they are better able to walk away from it. Whereas I think it's the struggle between the heart and the head, um, to, to and never feeling like you're doing a good enough job at anything. So I think that's really destructive, and 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 maybe I sometimes say let's learn from the men, and when you're going to work, let yourself be at work, and when you come back to the kids. Then be present, be present, do something fun, get down on the ground, play a bit of Lego. It doesn't need to be something huge. It really is that focused 10, 15 minute little love bombing where they feel heard and snuggled and cuddled and all the rest. Whereas sometimes people can be at home and I'm not saying this in a bad way, but you mightn't be giving that kind of one to one attention because you're also very busy. So it's comparing non-comparable things. I think we just we just don't seem to give mothers a break at anything, no matter what you're doing. If mother's at home, she doesn't feel her values enough. Sometimes you will hear that. If she's working, she's feeling guilty. So like guilt is when you feel you're doing something wrong. What are we actually doing wrong? Not many people can actually afford not to have both parents Very working true. To, at the moment, to be quite honest. Do you know what I mean? You've got bills coming in left, right and centre. So it's not just like, woohoo, I'm going to work because it's great crack. It's not a choice. It's not a choice for most people. It really isn't. And I also think it's good for kids to see their parents, like to have some sense of value. Because I know, I don't know, I'm, I'm still like a total owl one now, but like kids don't really have a sense of value and they're asked for runners and they're absolutely bonkers expensive. And you're like, do you know how much it actually, I have to work to get that. So to put a value on your time, I think it's good. And especially for, you know, children to see their mothers working, I think it is very inspirational for them as well. You can be good in both areas. It's just kind of allowing yourself permission to sit with the uncomfortable feelings and then say, well, what am I going to do to actually fix this? We're going to go for a little walk. We're going to go and have a chat. We're going to have a little cuddle. Whatever it is, but you're connecting back in. And I heard they've no memories between one and four, really. (laughs) So (laughs) be fine. Uh, It's so nice to hear that. And we don't say that enough. We don't say enough to other colleagues or working moms. It's very important. To your kid sees that you go to work and you place value on that, yeah. and you're, you love what you do, and and the and stressing the importance of that instead of saying, "Oh, but you have weekends and you can make up for it. And you can take a bit of time off." You instead of saying that, you know, yeah. it's important to reinforce the positive aspects of them seeing you go to work and and doing what you do. Absolutely. I mean, like, look in terms of parenting, they just they're seeing what you're doing. And they are going to work as well. But with perfectionism, I suppose, if we want to really disrupt perfectionism, if you want me to wreck it for everybody today, I would say that you need to really question if you have to have things a certain way. Check out how you are around birthdays, Christmas, and people are like, oh, I'm not a perfectionist at all. Bring it back to being good enough. And that means changing the standards not dropping them but rather than being relentless that they're kind of there's room in there for it to be good enough and that's really important for your children they need to see 
that you rest. They need to see that you're not always doing, you know, clean the house or working. They, they need to actually see that you as a human have needs as well and that you meet those needs and you're creating boundaries with your kids then. So in terms of perfectionism, if they see you trying to do everything perfectly all the time, guess what? They're going to do the exact same. Oh God, that's just a cycle of misery that we'll never get out of. But let's break it. Absolutely. Do you know? Yeah. So my question is for anyone listening. I'm sure there's lots of uh, women, especially listening, who feel maybe less than. What can they do and what can we do to stop stop feeling like they're, they're failing? Okay. <clears throat> I think the failing is the big one. If you find yourself constantly saying, oh my God, I'm, I'm really not doing a good job of this. I'm really failing. Just catch yourself with compassion. Be like, okay, I'm feeling a bit off today. I didn't sleep very well last night. Um, I need to actually take a little rest. But what you do is you do ABC analysis, right? So A is you you get yourself a little piece of paper and you write down the activating event. What actually triggered off me feeling like this? So perhaps you, you missed something with your kid or perhaps you forgot something or whatever it was. What set off the feeling of I'm doing a crap job here? Then B, look at the beliefs. What are you thinking about that? And then C, look at the consequences of those thoughts. So you look at what happened what am I thinking about it? And what are the consequences of those thoughts? And then we add in D and E. So D is when you go into detective mode and you look for the facts. Is it actually 100% true? Mm. Is it going to ruin their life forever? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> and then you kind of look at the more realistic way of thinking about it and saying, okay, that didn't work out the way I wanted it to, but next time I'd actually like to balance it a little bit more like this. And then we get to the end result and we balance it out and we kind of re... like actually tune back into your body like I loved what you said in terms of check when someone asks you for advice just say look you know yourself I think that's where we've lost it we've lost touch with what we know as parents ourselves every child is different every child in even one family is different and parenting styles and values are unique to each another's families so we can't value and judge ourselves and compare ourselves against other families because they're not the same as us no so that's where we're, I think we're falling through the cracks a bit. We're being so harsh on yourself. So listen to that inner critic. I'll put up that A, B, C, D, E uh, kind of little graphic and yeah. get people to do it um, on, on my Instagram account and get people to actually recognise there are things that you can do, but it is something you have to practice hmm. because it is so inbuilt in us. We want things to be a certain way and actually changing and challenging perfectionism is really hard because you're going to feel really uncomfortable. It's going to be like, crap. It's not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm failing. And you have to sit with that and really work through the ickiness of how bad that actually feels. Because it's just not as easy as just thinking, oh, it's okay, I'll let it go. Nobody does that. And I suppose being very aware of the community around you, of other yes. parents and the narrative and the conversation and the language used, yeah. I think we can all, that's definitely something... I'm going to address and something we can all look at when we're talking uh, to other mothers. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. That was insightful. Um, Alison Keating is an author and psychologist. You can find her on Instagram as The Practical Psychologist. Is that right? Yep. So if you're going to put up those little tips, uh, go and, and follow Alison and you can uh, and you can try that if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed. But I'd love to know what you think. How are you finding motherhood? Is there such a thing as the perfect mother? Do you consciously avoid following accounts and make it all seem a little too easy? You can let us know what you made of that conversation on 51552. You can also mail me jen at orsi.ie. 
Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM.